Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. With Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk of On3 Sports. Now get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk coming to you on, well, it's actually, it's a Thursday evening. Uh, or I don't, what is this? No, this is a Thursday morning. Is it? Is it morning at 1244 a.m.? Yes. Technically it is. I don't like that. That's then like, it would be a Wednesday evening is what you're Well, can't, can you have for. two evenings? Uh, no. Can the evening sort of sandwich around the day? No. No. I, feel I, like think what we're, like, I think what most people are going to wake up listening to this, so yeah. let's just, it's technically morning anyway, I so feel let's like just say my, it's a uh, Thursday morning. I just feel like this is my theory about how Sunday isn't actually the first day of the week. Um, I've never thought of it that way. It like not, I've never thought of Sunday as the first day of the week, you but wanna, you, technically it is. You ever want to win that debate? It's just real simple. You just go like this. Is Sunday part of the weekend? Right. Then how can the weekend include the first day of the week? Exactly. Moving on. Thanks for tuning in here. We appreciate you guys out there, especially our great listeners especially, uh, serving our country mm-hmm. throughout America and the, uh, and the world. Uh, I want to thank our sponsors over at Strange Brew Coffeehouse and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Start your day, which has started now for some, uh, the right way with a trip to the drive-thru over at Strange Brew Coffeehouse here in Starville or at Brupolo over in Tupelo. Be a little weird, Robbie, if Brupolo is in Vernal. That would be a little weird. Mm. Nobody would know what to do. If, Vernal. Yeah, we're getting a we're getting a Brupolo in Vernal. All right. Uh, wherever you are in our great state, you can enjoy Strange Brew Coffee each and every morning. You don't have to be in Starville or Tupelo. It's just a click away at StrangeBrewCoffeeHouse.com. Every purchase at StrangeBrewCoffeeHouse.com, you end up supporting the Bulldog Initiative the same way you do with our good friends over at Pip Printing and Signs. Whatever it is you need for your business. Do you need uh, marketing materials, mailers and flyers to get people in the doors? Do you need signage to attract people to come in? Do you, you know, are you putting together presentations and you need, uh, uh, um, you need flyers and folders and, and banners? Whatever it is, you need it, and they've got it at Pip Printing and Signs. And if you own a business, you're already spending that money. You already spend money on printing. Here's a way for you to give to the Bulldog Initiative by spending money you're already spending. No new expenses for you. Just call Camden Baker at 601-499-5216, and he'll get you taken care of. Just tell him you heard about us on Thunder and Lightning, and you are going to get a great deal on printing, and you're going to be able to support the Bulldog Initiative at the same time. When you need printing, call Pip Pip today. College Corner, collegecornerstore.com is the place to find the maroon and white merchandise that you are looking for two locations to serve you in the Jackson area. They're in Ridgen by Fleet Feet. They're in Flowood by the Half Shell. Or you can just shop online at collegecornerstore.com. Whatever you're looking for, maroon and white, they've got it at College Corner. Restaurant Tyler, Starville's flagship restaurant for lunch. That might be the best deal in town. The best blue plate in the city. When you think about lunch here in the South, a meat and two or meat and three is whatever you're, that's what you're thinking about. They've got the best one at Restaurant Tyler. Great selection of meats, vegetables, and the best cornbread you're ever likely to have. And if you want dessert, 
they got dessert. If you're, if, you, if you're having a little long lunch and you want something sweet to get you through the day, you want to give yourself a treat, do it. Do it at Restaurant Tyler. The best meal in town is at Restaurant Tyler. Priority One Bank, there are 16 locations of this particular bank. They are all in central Mississippi, and they are here to serve you. If you are to looking for a relationship with a bank that gives you that feel of your community banks, but at the same time gives you all the financial flexibility that a big corporate bank will, they've got you covered at Priority One Bank. To find out more, go to their website at PriorityOneBank.com. The Priority One Bank make you their priority. I'm just going to say this. Hold on. Oh, hey. Yeah, send okay. yeah okay, I know what you're doing. Late night. When we do these late nights. you got to let people know. That's right. If Mississippi State had lost this basketball game, your batteries in your phones would not be safe today. <laughs> All right? You'd be like, what happened to my phone? Oh, Haydad's anger just blew it up. Like literally, the the screen melted from my on my phone today because I was listening to Thunder and Lightning. It would have been one of the worst days of my life. I was I already had the title for the podcast ready when they were uh, when they were up at the half. It was going to be Mississippi State and the no good, very bad, horrible day. Yes, but thankfully we can move on with our lives. Whew. When they cut it to four in the second half, I was just looking around. I was like, I swear to God. <laughs> Walked out of the uh, the press conference. I saw Charlie Winfield. I just went and laid my head on his shoulder for a second. I was like, I'm just too old, Charlie. Too old for this. Mississippi State gets the win over Ole Miss, 83-71, in a game that wasn't really as close as the score would let you believe. Uh, if Mississippi State could do anything on the free throw line, they'd have won this game by 20-plus points. Uh, but at this point in the season, I, I just accept that they can't do things on the free throw line. If they uh, would have missed eight free throws, which mm-hmm. is still Good bit. So they, they would have won by twenty. They would, if they were thirty-one of thirty-nine. So that's that's that bit's right at like seventy-five percent, which isn't yeah. an incredible percentage. Yeah. But yeah, you add eight more points and they win by uh, and twenty the points. Final, final score is ninety-one seventy-one. That was a um, uh, as I said on Twitter that it would have been a bloodbath. Yeah. State once again really. Ole Miss is not a very good defensive team, and State shoots 50% for the game, 43% from behind the arc, but a, me- a measly 59% from the uh, free throw line. Shout out to Chris Beard, by the way, in the press conference says, what did they shoot, like 40 free throws? It was 39, so he was he was right on that. Um, we'll talk more a, about... He had a stat sheet up there, did he not? No, I don't, I don't, he wasn't looking at it. He, he, okay. just, he just riffed it off. That, we'll talk more about Beard in the press conference later. Um, Tolu Smith benched. Came off the bench early in the first half. Chris Jans wouldn't go into any details of why that was. But whatever motivational tactic it was, it worked. 24 points for the Bulldog big man. 8 of 15 from the field. 8 of 15 from the free throw line. Going to yeah. add 30 tonight really easily. Um, two other bull- four, Three other Bulldogs in double figures. Uh, two of them the usual suspects, Shaq Moore and Cam Matthews. Uh, Shaq Moore didn't finally miss a shot. Cam Matthews only one of three from the field, but eight of twelve. He was actually good from the free throw line, mm-hmm. and then hit a uh, three pointer. Yeah, big game for Keyshawn Murphy, who I, I mentioned on Thunder and Lightning Live as a guy who could, you know, give State some unexpected offense. Is how I put it. The way Deshaun Davis did in the first game, 
12 points for him, four of eight shooting. He hit about that three pointer was felt like where Ole Miss's resolve sort of cracked a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that put they cut it to six or cut it to four. State pushed it back out to eight on that Keyshawn Murphy uh, three pointer. He had seven. five rebounds. Was it seven. 74-68 was that the score at that time, I think. Was it? I think. Oh. I could be wrong. Um, Either way. DJ Jeffries with nine. Um, Jimmy Bell Jr. played a good game. He had six points and four rebounds in 14 minutes. You may have noticed I haven't mentioned Josh Hubbard and did not play a great game tonight. Only five points, two of nine shooting, one of six from deep, uh, and was in foul trouble. He had four fouls. State's bench was the difference. Now, obviously, having Tolu Smith on the bench is one thing, but Tolu could have reacted poorly to that. Mm-hmm. Instead, he went out and played maybe his best game of the year offensively, 24 points. State outscored Ole Miss's bench 49-11. to um, The rebounds were even. And Ole Miss, and, you know, it was a tale of two halves for the Rebels. Uh, in the first half, uh, Ole Miss where, – where, 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 where are my stats there? Why don't – okay, first half box. Ole Miss shoots 50% in the uh, first half. In the second half, they shoot 29.6%. They only made eight field goals. In the entire uh, second half, ten they were ten of twelve from the free throw line. That's what kind of kept them in it for a while. I thought the crowd flustered Ole Miss to a certain degree, but Mississippi State's defense did most of the flustering. They 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 were really really good in this game, and State a double digit quad two win. Uh, we saw that they've already gone up to thirty three in Ken Palm. I would expect a similar jump tomorrow in the net. Uh, whereas for Ole Miss, if you saw Joey Joe Joe Lunart Joe Lunardi's, sometimes man, yep, uh, post earlier today on Twitter, he said that Ole Miss had to win to stay in his current bracket, so that means that they are out uh, at this time. Just a big picture takeaway from this game, Robbie. What do you got? Had to have this one. Had to have the last four. Mm-hmm. I left Oxford after State lost to Ole Miss. And I thought that the crowd at Ole Miss kind of got to State a little bit. They turned the ball over a good bit. Ole Miss shot incredibly well in Oxford. But you could kind of tell that State could handle them in the post. Mm -hmm. And I thought taking it to Startville, which both of these teams are totally different on the road. They're they're both bad road teams. I thought that, and it, I, I told Paul Jones, Grace Ibarra, and Stefan Krajnik, and we were in the car with them. You talked to I that felt guy? Like, yeah. Unbelievable. Serbian. That uh, son of a... I told them, State's going to be 6-6 six and six going into the game. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to toot my own horn right here. We're going to lose to Alabama. State's going to be 6-6 six and six going into that game, and they're going to handle Ole Miss yeah. in Starkville. I thought Ole Miss did a good job kind of weathering the storm early, mm-hmm. and they started hitting some shots. They started to turn the ball over. Didn't play great defense. The big thing for me is how State responded in the second half and changed how the game flowed. It's what I always say about this team. They have to play their style of game. Yeah, This isn't a team that I think needs to get in a shootout with no. people like Ole Miss. No. And Chris Jans, I asked him about that post game, and he talked about how the – the staff was talking at halftime, and he told them, we cannot guard them. We've got to do a better job defensively against them. And Deshaun Davis, out front defensively, was fantastic. I thought they did a really good job against Juju Murray, who really had a big game against them. Shaq Moore was great defensively. The backcourt defense for Mississippi State 
swung this ball game. Mm-hmm. And the effort in the second half from Keyshawn Murphy, from Rams, like I said, mm-hmm. guys that were kind of you know usually kind of your unsung heroes. When State's playing really well. It's the Rams Davises, it's the Keyshawn Murphys, it's the Shaq Moores that are stepping up and doing big things. And you're not totally relying on Tolu Smith and Cam Matthews and Josh Hubbard. Now, Tolu and Cam had great games. They just happened to be really good today as well. But that's what you got to have for this team to make a run in March. You've got to have other players that are stepping up and making plays for you offensively, whether it be uh, you know leading out a break and doing something – uh, passing the ball or hitting some big shots. And we saw some big shots from DJ Jeffries who got back in there. Keyshawn Murphy had 12. Just a really good job by Mississippi State in the second half, taking it from a shootout, which is what we saw in the first three halves of these two teams playing mm-hmm. this year, to playing their style of basketball and just absolutely suffocating the opposing team. Um and I think the the really big part of the, of the second half was Chris Beard took a gamble and got a technical. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that fires up they the team. We saw calculated. Yeah, they looked over. I looked over there and Ole Miss. The the players were were doing this to the crowd, telling mm-hmm. the crowd to get up. Mm-hmm. They were all pumped up after that technical, right. and it completely backfired. Yeah. It was a fourteen two run. State stole the momentum. And that's how they won the ball game. But you're sitting here at seven and six in the SEC. All of a sudden, mm-hmm. this is the best record that. Chris Jans has had in his first couple of years. First time he's been over 500, yeah. I believe. Four game winning streak. So now you got opportunity in front of you. you I think you're two games away from ceiling in an NCAA in. tournament. Yeah. I think you can get in with eight, but you will be locked in at nine. But there's more opportunities ahead of you. Auburn's the one game that I look at and say it's going to be really, really hard to win that game. Yeah, agreed. I, I think they can win on the road against LSU and AM, but it's going to be tough. Mm-hmm. I think they can beat Kentucky, but they haven't done it in the regular season. LSU is suddenly hot. They've won two yeah. straight against good teams. Yeah, so it's it's not going to be easy, but they can win those ball games. And now you're looking at it and you're saying, let's play for seeding. Yeah. So I'm a little upset there though that uh, you didn't break the double A out there. I don't I don't like to toot my own horn, but toot 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 toot. Ah, uh, in the post game. Chris Beard, without directly criticizing the officiating, because he didn't want to get fined, criticized the officiating. Uh, A total in this game of 43 fouls, 25 on Ole Miss, 18 on State. Ole Miss shot 21 free throws. Give them credit, by the way, 19 of 21 in the game. That's how they stayed in the game. State, 23 of 39. By the way, I just quickly looked. State in the first half was 9 of 12 from the line. Mm-hmm. 14 of 29. Tolu started, I think, 5 or 5. Yeah. yeah. Missed uh, 6 out of his last yeah. 7. And then Cam Matthews at one point, I think, was 7 of, of 8. They've got to, well, uh, to they're get not. better. I mean, that, I'm just going to go and tell you right now. I'm just going to go and tell you that right now. Whenever this team is eliminated from postseason play, it will be a game they lose by like 6 or 7 where they miss 15 free throws. Yeah. Just, just, just prepare yourself for that. Um... And what Beard harped on the most was this, that Tolu Smith and Jimmy Bell, State's two guys playing the five, didn't have a foul called on them. And, you know, he, he made the comment that if this was a North Carolina Duke game, that you would have national media chiming in saying, how is that possible that two guys playing center in a physical basketball game don't have but any fouls called on them? 
I, I don't need the national media to do the media to do the research. I'll just go ahead and tell you the answer, Coach Beard, if you're listening. Um, if you are listening, by the way, love the Bob Seeger shirt. That was a great was fantastic. shirt. Um, your two bigs, Jamarian Sharp and, and Musa Cisse, shot four shots. They yes. shot four shots. They, Musa Cisse was two for two. Sharp was one for two. How can you get called for fouls if the ball's not going in down low? That's how State gets foul calls. They dump the ball into Tolu, to Jimmy Bell, to Cam Matthews, to Keyshawn Murphy. And they were that's getting a, fouled. That's how they get fouled. When your guards are just shooting three, sh- shooting jump shots, you're not going to get fouls. Ole Miss people were tweeting out videos, look at this, and it was a foul. The the one of Jamarian Sharp just pushing Tolu. pushed Tolu, Tolu in Smith. the back. That is a foul. That's it a foul. altered his shot. So... Now Flanagan Guys. getting five fouls, you know, maybe you got something because he's a guard, right? Well, he was guarding. They were playing small, but they were switching. Yeah, they were. They were playing guys. small, so yeah. they well, because the they thing. didn't have any because they didn't have everybody else was in trouble. What has been said about Ole Miss's bigs the entire year? They're soft by their own people. They're soft. Their own people have said these guys are soft. Yeah, the seven footers are soft. Yeah, and State immediately attacked them. Jimmy yeah. Bell got the ball in the first two possessions and scored. They immediately went after him, and yeah. every single time in the first five minutes of the ball game, whether it be Jimmy Bell or Tolu Smith, every time they came down the floor, they went straight to him. And that was a conscious effort by Chris Jans saying, we can beat these guys in the post, we can get them in foul trouble, and when they play small, they're not going to be able to stop us. We're going to be too big. And that's what happened. And, th- and there's there were ten other plays that could have been called fouls, guys. Yeah, Ole Miss was fouling the entire night. Yeah. And State was fouling, too. State had 18 fouls called on Matthews and, and Hubbard each had there four was, fouls. There were several plays where State did not touch Juju Murray or, yeah. or Matthew Morrell, they were, and they were pushing off. Ole Miss got away with some calls, too. So, again, I mean, what are again, we talking about? And I say it all the time, and I'm going to have to say it again. I go into the game expecting poor officiating. Yeah. It's part of the game. It's part of the ambiance of That's college right. basketball. They gave a technical to Chris Jans just to even it up. They did. I, I didn't feel like Jans – I didn't know what he did to get that technical, but whatever. Three Rebels and double figures. Ma- first off, Matthew Morrell, let's give some some props here. Fantastic player. Really, really good. Uh, he had 23 for the Rebels tonight and eight rebounds. Uh, Alan Flanagan, 12. Juju Murray had 12. The difference there is T.J. Caldwell, who had 18 in the game in Oxford, only had rat. four tonight. He was the rat. No rat for the Rebels tonight. Uh, Breakfield had nine. Nobody else had more than four. Uh, Jamarian Sharp did have ten rebounds, uh, which is a good number for him. But he's, considering he's seven foot five, you'd think he would have ten rebounds. But all in all, for this game, State 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 is a better team than Ole Miss. They split the season series. Um, could have won there. Could have won there. And 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 I'll give Ole Miss some credit. They had some opportunities to make this more of a game and and have and cha- take a chance to have a chance to win. Uh, you know, they were up four at the break. State also had but, a chance to win by but, 20, let's be honest. Exactly. The, 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 the analytics, the numbers love State. They don't like Ole Miss. Mm-hmm. You know, and now I, I, without looking, like I said. All I, year has been that way. I expect State's net to be 33, 34, 35 when we wake up tomorrow or today. And I expect Ole Miss, I think Ole Miss was at 68. Yeah. I expect them to be at like 71, 72. I mean, they, 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 they lost a quad one game on the road. It's not going to be a big loss, but it is a double-digit double loss. And don't, don't underestimate how crucial that sequence is in the final seconds of Ole Miss getting a steal and trying to get a bucket. Not that they, I think that they are aware of that. They're just trying to score. But 
there is a big difference in the net winning double digits versus not. Yeah. And if Ole Miss hits a bucket there and State only wins by nine, it's not the same kind of boost to your net that it would have been. Um, Ole Miss only has – do they only have one more quad one left? I forget who else is on the They suck to play Alabama. That's, 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 that's a terrible one. matchup That's terrible. That, uh, Alabama will score 110 points in that game. Yeah. It's just it's that game is going to come down. Can, can Ole Miss score 111? It, it, um, it might be similar they to what have, we saw at Alabama. They go State. to Missouri, which is that's obviously not quad one. They have South Carolina at home. That's not going to be quad one. That's mm-hmm. quad two. Um, None of these games help you. They have A and M at home. That's not mm-hmm. that's not helping. This was they've their, got one more. I think I can't, this is their last one that they look. could. What get. What if I had a device? This is their last one that they could get. That was quad. All right, one, so Ole Miss's next five, final five games, they get uh, South Carolina at home, Alabama at home. That's quad one, but I mean, like you said, that that highly unlikely to win at Missouri. That's quad three, I think. At Georgia, I think Georgia is quad two, which I mean that'd be a good win for them. And then A and M at home would be a quad two as well. And they're probably going to win if they could beat three Car- tops. If they could beat Carolina. They're going to beat Missouri. They should win at Missouri. They can win at Georgia. If they can beat South Carolina or, or Texas A and M, Georgia will beat them. Well, maybe we'll see. But if they can, if they go three and two in their last five, that would put them at. Would that put them at nine and nine? Yeah, I don't think they're getting in. At I don't nine. think they're getting in, but they would be close. They would probably need to win at least one in the SEC tournament. Maybe yeah, like two. they'd be on the bubble. Yeah, with that. Whereas for state. As they win nine, they're secure. State, they win nine, they're secure. State's next, state's next seed, five games, nine seed. they are either quad one or quad two. At LSU is quad two. Kentucky at home and, and then at Auburn, those are quad ones. At Texas A&M is a quad one. Mm-hmm. That's a, they, they shouldn't slip to 75, although they are falling they're apart. Struggling. And then you finish with quad two with South Carolina at home. So None of these games. Every game the rest of the way is a resume builder. It is. None of these games the rest of the way are killers. Oh, yeah. All, at Auburn just, is tough. It's but not I, a killer I mean, to your resume. Yeah, that's but what I mean. Like your resume, like you may get killed. When I looked at when I looked at the rest of state's SEC schedule, and I saw Missouri and Arkansas, those were must win games. Yeah. Missouri and Arkansas were must win, and Ole Miss really was too. But at the home. same time, Robbie, the state must win a couple of these games. Yes, yes. I'm yeah. just saying, in a vacuum, yeah. each game individually. If they lose the next two, or if they lose the next three, let's say. Then the A and M and the South Carolina games become must wins. Must wins. Yeah. Yeah. So. so the South Carolina game last year was a must win. Yeah. Here. Totally I mean, different two years reason, in a row. Yeah. Totally different. Re- last year it was because South Carolina was the worst team in the conference. Yep. And even in even in beating them, State's net took a hit. Right. But if you had lost to them, that was that was probably going to kill you. This year it's just going to be because it's a, they're a good good enough team to help your resume. Yeah. So. State's good win in, for the Bulldogs. But, but, State is in a is in position. They're in a good, good spot. spot. They're in a good spot. So. And you're also moving up the SEC standings too. Yes. I don't. I don't think you'll get to like a top four, but you know, could you get to five? Yeah, I don't think They're you can get to six the, the, right now. I, think. I don't think you can get the double by by any stretch of the imagination, but you can definitely, yeah, work yourself into the half top half of the conference. So state right now, as it stands. Is one, two, three, four, five, six. They're seventh. Seventh. Um, but they are a game back of Kentucky, who they play, mm-hmm. and they're two games back of South Carolina, who they will play again as well. 
It feels like Kentucky is. I, I just I don't know about Kentucky. They're so though. up and down, man. They beat Auburn. They beat Auburn, and then they go to LSU and lose tonight. I, I don't know what they are. I don't know what they are either. Florida is playing good basketball right now. Mm-hmm. Um, South Carolina is not playing good basketball right now. Tennessee and Alabama are the cream of the crop. How obviously. much different does the Florida that Florida team look like had they won? Because then they lose to LSU too. No, they beat L- Be- they beat LSU. beat LSU. They beat LSU. They lost to Ole Miss. That's right. They got killed. Well, they, by they got beat badly by Ole Miss. Yeah. But like there's there's been some games that they've been on the verge. Yeah. Like tonight was one of those at Alabama. Yeah. Took them to overtime. Yeah. Uh, so it's the SEC's good this year. Yeah, they are. It's it's kind of scary and you know, top to bottom, just about. You know, Missouri is. Not very good. No. But Arkansas and Vanderbilt aren't good. But they've scared some teams. Well, that's the thing. Like, Missouri had Ole Miss on the ropes. Yep. They were leading Tennessee in the second half. Mm-hmm. You feel like they're getting close. I mean, if you're Ole Miss, I would be you're, worried you're doing, about that game in yeah. a couple of weeks. Well, they, they almost lost them the other night. Yeah, so now you got to go play them on the road. It's tough. That's it's tough. not a, it's not an easy place to play. No. You know, they... They'll get hot there, and yeah. it's kind of a weird environment. Yes, yeah, yeah. it's not easy. All right, let's move into the rest of the. Sorry, oh, my bad, my bad. Let us move into the rest of the show. Yeah, and that's brought to you by our friends over at the Mississippi Beef Council, who want to remind you that beef it's what's for dinner. If you're firing up the grill, first off, the weather this weekend's gonna be fantastic. You want to be cooking out this weekend, and if you do, nothing beats the sizzle of beef on the grill. You need to be at your grocery stores, at your meat markets, at your butcher shops and telling them, man, I'm grilling out this weekend. What do you got? What do you got for steak for me for this week? And you will not regret that. And I, you know, I would add, tell you about I would tell you about cold weather recipes, but where's the cold weather? When it comes back, go to msbeef.org. Get you a good chili recipe, a good stew recipe. But until then, man, enjoy the enjoy the weather. Grill it up. Beef, it's what's for dinner thanks to our friends at the Mississippi Beef Council. I'm going to two brothers today. I'm very Ooh. excited. Very Thanks excited. for inviting me. Well, I, I somebody invited me, so I can't. I can't. I you don't did tell that. me that you did warn me ahead of a time. Yeah. ahead of time that this was going to happen. Yes, so. I did. You you not long ago went to two brothers without me. I did. So yeah, it, it balances out. We'll go. We'll go together again very soon. Okay. I'm going to enjoy myself. And they're, they're, they're the person I'm coming with, they were like, I, I I keep hearing Robbie talk about that prime rib sandwich. I was like, well, how was it? I don't know yet. Oh. I'm going today. Going today. Today. Okay. Today. Not well, today. Not the me. day that we're still in. The day that's going to happen after we close our eyes and then open them. Okay. That makes yeah. sense. Not today. 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 There you go. Yes. So, looking forward to that. And you will be looking forward to it, too, if you were headed to Two Brothers. So, come up there this weekend. If you're going to be in town, enjoy yourself. Make a trip to Two Brothers, the home of smoked southern soul food. Great products, great service. Every business likes to promise it to you. They deliver it to you at Advantage Business Systems. They've been doing it for 49 years. They know how to take care of their customers. They understand service after the sale. I can't make it any plainer. If you buy a piece of technology from them, if you buy a copier or a printer, if something goes wrong, you're going to be able to call the same people who made you that sale and get it taken care of. No 1-800 numbers, no call centers, no out-of-state technicians. A person at a 601 area code that can help you a lot of times the same day that you call. I can't ask for much more than that. 601-362-9192 or visit them online, absms.com. 
Find out how Advantage Business Systems will help your business do business. Maroon & Co. is running that great special right now. The promo code is THUNDER15. If you're headed to the Hump, if you're headed to Duty Noble this weekend, more on that in a second, you need to make a stop at Maroon & Co. and take advantage of this great special. It's available online. It's available in the store. THUNDER15 for all the incredible, unique merchandise they've got at Maroon & Co. And, of course, as I've mentioned many times, they are the official provider of the Bulldog Initiative gear. If you want to wear the stuff the coaches are wearing right now, you can only get it at Maroon & Co. All right, you take the good, you take the bad, you take them both, and there you have Mississippi State. On the other side of the coin, Mm. hey, hey, I had, you know this, but Uh I had my first ever prostate exam. You did on Wednesday. You did, and you're a man now. It was better than this baseball game. Better than this baseball team. Yep. Mississippi State, and I almost cried. (laughs) Yeah, well, at the baseball game. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, Mississippi State got swept these last this this week. But it's not March, and I'm not talking about a, a series with LSU or Vanderbilt. Or, <laughs> Which it's probably coming. That's, that's, that's for later. <sighs> no, Mississippi State swept in the midweek by Austin P. The Governors. A team that chants, let's go P. Which I was also chanting the day at the urologist. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. First off, I want to yeah. make one thing very clear. I am not surprised. All right, I don't. I don't understand why people thought anything was going to be different. This team has been losing games like this now for two years and five games. Why? Why? What was the change? Did they go out and get any difference makers in the portal? And before you say, well, Kyle Stephen, yeah, yeah, Kyle Stephen. He didn't play today. I'm talking about guys who make a difference every day. Relievers. Batters. You know, Braden Montgomery's in College Station. Slate Offer just keeps hitting over at Georgia, by the way. I know you don't want to go down that road, but it keeps happening. I, I just want to see what he does in conference. I play. do too. He's I done do this too. before. Mississippi State's lineup looks like this, right? Of the starting nine that they had today, their first four hitters hit 348, 300, 381, and 333. Mm-hmm. The next five hitters hit 100, 133, 167, 125, and 118. Guys, I mean, I understand getting Marshawn and Kohler back will be helpful, but you're still going to have three to four automatic outs in this lineup right now. And then from a pitching perspective, you know, five walks, not terrible, not a terrible day, but 16 hits and 13. I guess they're throwing strikes at least because they're getting hit. Schulke, who, you know, Last weekend, we're like, this guy could be the closer of the future. Looked great. One and two thirds, four hits, four earned runs. He gets takes the loss. Uh, this game, it's thirteen to ten is the final score. This is the the, the Wednesday game. The Tuesday game, State loses uh, three to two, and a game where they can't get a hit. They couldn't get a hit today either. State only had six hits in this game. 
If Austin P doesn't walk in six runs, State loses this game 13-4. to I've heard that argument. I get it. And State hadn't been great at the plate, but what if they're just throwing it right down the middle? Because, yeah. I mean, they weren't giving State pitches to hit. Right. And no, I'm, not, I'm not taking up for State's offense. I don't have that, a problem. I, know, I, they probably wouldn't have done anything anyway. I'll, ta- I'll, I'll take the money ball approach and just get on base. Yeah. I, don't, I, don't, you, runs I mean, runs. to me, runs are runs. runs like People runs. kept saying, like, well, a you know, three those run weren't really run. runs. Well, they scored ten runs. That should win you the game. Three, base, three bases loaded walks and a three-run home run score the same amount of runs. Right. You know, it's just, it's just as simple as that. So – that's the that's the, how they got the runs. All all of this is irrelevant. The little stuff, the minutia of this team is irrelevant. They aren't good, and we know where this is going. We know where it's going. We knew where we knew where it was going last year. Now I've I, knew I had a glimmer going. of hope. You know, let's just wait and see what they do if they can make the tournament no. or whatever. But no. you and I talked at the middle of the season last year and said. You know the the whole Jeremy Foley thing. Yeah. You know what what sh- what's going to be, be done, done eventually? Should be do done immediately. So we knew this was going to happen. Right. Nobody wanted to come here. Right. You, you got players out of the portal that were secondary pitchers. Yeah. Group of five guys. Yeah. You know, and and listen, Cal Stevens been great. If Logan well, Kohler one start, I mean, let's. I mean, maybe well, he was great in the one. He was start. great in the one start. I, I think he's going to be good. Yeah. Logan Kohler, if he was playing right now, I think would be good. By the way, batted in this game. Yeah. So where is he? I don't understand how that happened. But Carson Ligon doesn't look great. One, uh, third got, of an inning, three hits, three runs, face four batters. You've gotten give up two home runs. You've gotten pretty much nothing else from your transfers. Yeah. So I just have no faith in Chris Lamonis, and I've had no faith in Chris Lamonis since last year. Tyson I don't Harden. think this is going to work. And I think that this is quite embarrassing for Mississippi State to have this product on the field. And I agree with that. Every single person in this fan base, everybody associated with Mississippi State, should not accept this. If you're tweeting at us, if you're saying, well, you know, there's been some really good teams in the past that have started two and three. Nah. Then you are burying your head in the sand. This is not good. Mississippi State putting this product on the field is not good. It's, it's been not two acceptable. Years and five games of this product. Chris Lamonis is making millions of dollars to fix this. He didn't fix it. Yeah. He didn't fix it at all. These are the same players from last year with a few guys entered into the mix that were a group of five players or you know, decent pitchers somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And he got a, a pitching coach that I think, you know, today was not good, but I think the state's going to be much improved pitching. Mm-hmm. I think that's been evident so far. But what happens when this starts snowballing a little bit? Yeah. What happens when the guys start saying again, you know, uh, you know, I, I don't know if I can do this. You yeah. know, this happened last year. Can I get it get through this? We heard before the season, Chris Amonis said, you know our guys are a little pissed off. Our guys are are mad. We're not getting. Yeah. We're not getting the. He called them soft today. Yeah. If your guys are pissed off, why is the other team chirping at you in the dugout all game long? Yeah. Why is the other team scoring thirteen runs against you? Huh? Why are you getting shown up by Austin freaking P on your home field and then feeding them hot dogs after the game? 
We're, we're going to celebrate the, the the largest attendance in, in baseball history in the first three games of the season while you lost 3-2 to two to Air Force and lost two ball games to Austin P and gave up a six-run lead or whatever it was against a, right. a team that has no business being on the field with you. And for the last two days, they have chirped from the dugout nonstop, stomped on home plate, Yelled in the dugout after the game, and they've gone out there and gotten a stake after the game from right field. I today I, I considered creating a burner account of like Austin P baseball fan or whatever. Yeah, and tweeting that about the great experience they had, and then tagging you and just just to just see what would happen. It's going to light a match and walk away. I, I'm just sick of that. I mean, I, I love the fact that you know Mississippi State has nice fans, and you know they're they're nice to the other team or whatever, but. It's embarrassing when you've put the product that you have on the field. Yeah. People are coming in here loving it. Yeah, it's, it's, they, it was they can one come thing in here and would, beat your butt. It was one and, thing and get when, fed when State would beat these teams and then take care of them afterwards. Yeah, because that, that that's just you know okay. Well, the but, baseball games have turned into country club. Yeah, everybody going just to drink a beer and hang out and, and turn their back to the field. It's no longer turned into what it was when it first opened in 2019 and 2021. Yeah. When it was basically Alex Box North, yeah, it had turned into a death trap for opposing teams. When you st- when things start unraveling late in the ball game, you're done. Yeah, Mississippi State was going to take over, and it's not turned into that anymore. Now it's turned into we're gonna. I mean, go get a pool. Go put go put a pool in center field. Let people sit out there in the pool, put their feet in, have a few beers, and have fun. Do that instead. But all this money is being spent on baseball to put this kind of product on the field for three years in a row. Mm -hmm. After winning a national championship, you've completely blown any bit of momentum that you had. Having 16,000 people in a stadium to watch you lose, what joy do you get out of that? Last year, Austin Peay was 199 in the RPI. Uh, Air Force, let me find them again. I had them earlier. These are teams that aren't going to make... I mean, they just these not, teams aren't going to make the NCAA tournament. No, they're never not. mind that. They're going to be sub one fifty losses, all in all likelihood. And see, see, what you've done now is you've dug yourself a hole mm-hmm. that when you get an SEC five games play, in, when you're already five games in, the season's like in danger. Yeah, you're you're the about coffin, to play. The coffin's open. You're playing a gauntlet of an SEC schedule. You scheduled soft like this so you could rack up wins. Yeah, they're not racking up wins. They're racking up losses. losses. I guess bad teams. I mean, if they, if if they even if they win the series this weekend, that's a two and three week. Yes. In in the second week of the season. Correct. That that's not getting it done. And no, that, I mean you're about to have to go on a, you're about to have to go on a run here in non-conference. You you really can't afford to lose again. You, <laughs> and you've put but yourself. There's no way I believe that though. There's no way I believe that this team is about to win. No. Never mind ten in a row. Two in a row. Why would you? No. So anybody that's just dismissing this and that, and, and I never want to see another tweet from these baseball only people about, well, just get us to baseball season. Yeah. During when a basketball when basketball drops a tough SEC yeah. game and people are sitting How on their hands or you have football? empty seats everywhere in basketball. Yeah. And this and you have people waiting outside to get in the berm in baseball. Yeah. I mean. I don't know what else to to say. We we've said everything that we can possibly say. It's now just the waiting game. 
yeah. waiting for this this season already. Uh, we're five games in, and we're waiting for the season to end. Yeah. I knew they were going to struggle. I didn't know they'd be two and three after five games. Yeah. I, I didn't know that. But just a miserable week of MSU baseball. And now they got to play Georgia Southern, who I don't know anything about, but they've got to come in with a ton of confidence. Like, oh, yeah, we can get this, have a we great get these week. guys. Who's got the ribs? Who's doing ribs and who's doing pork chops? Yeah. Pretty bad. Pretty, All that said, pretty, um, pretty bad. Great to meet Miss Maria and her friend, who I didn't get her name, that's right next My to neighbor. her. My neighbor. Yes. Yeah. Awesome lady. Yeah. Her friend gave me a hot dog with, it was stuffed with cheese. Oh. oh. It now, was. So now you want somebody to give f- food out in the left field. Yeah, line. no, you can give it to me. Give it to us. Just don't give it to the opposing team. Yeah. What was it stuffed with? Cheese. Mmm. I, I actually, I'm I, really hungry. It's like 1:30 in the morning right now. I'm yeah. starving. I actually took a bite of it and it mm-hmm. hit somebody, like in the face. Oh, the, the juice cheese just like shot out I of want it. the juice. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, y'all. I'm I, lo- I love you all. I, I really do. I, I'm I'm speaking from a point of frustration, yeah. and it's it's boiling over into the rest of the fan base. <laughs> I, I'm just I'm I I, I want Mississippi State to be better mm-hmm. than what they are. And to have that stadium and to have this fan base that is so passionate about baseball and put that kind of product on the field is frustrating. And it, wh- why would anybody want to go watch that anymore yeah. other than to go drink beer and eat uh, hamburgers? <sighs> it's gonna be, I, I'm gonna... I mean, we're going to have to watch a lot of it. Well, I'll just go ahead and tell you this. Thunder and Lightning is probably about two weeks away from giving you a ton of great college football content. Maybe we can start the Catfish Tour in April? Let's start it now. <laughs> as soon as basketball's over. All right. Oh, boy. Tomorrow's show. Tomorrow's Thursday, so it's Friday's show. We'll, we need to preview Today's LSU. Thursday. Yeah, I guess. Not today. 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 That's right. Uh, not tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yep. Uh We'll talk about Mississippi State LSU, um, and I guess we'll talk some baseball. I guess we'll figure something out there. Uh, we need to talk some recruiting on tomorrow. I don't want to do it today. We'll do. We'll talk about Eric Payman tomorrow, uh, and 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 then that uh, commitment to Mississippi State basketball. Have a great Thursday, guys. Back with you on Friday for Robbie Falk. I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. A Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.